What's up, everybody? It's Dan, Binder Boneyard, um, coming at you from the office desk of Doom slash dog kennel, part storage, camping gear, shed. Um, yeah. So, I missed Monday's podcast. Terribly sorry. Thank you uh, for listening. Anyways, I'm sorry to let you down, but not having that one out. Um, things have been absolutely crazy around here the last couple of weeks actually um the holidays didn't help matters any a lot of stuff going on um the um probably the biggest thing that's happening right now that uh, i'm just gonna forego all the stuff <laughs> no calendar no to do no what's going on um the binder boneyard is moving we Received an eviction notice a couple weeks ago. The landlord has sold the building. Uh, You know, we just, um, you know, I knew that there was potential for sale. He was asking nine hundred thousand for the lot, so not a lot of people floating around with nine hundred grand. So I wasn't super worried, Um, but I knew I needed to find another place to go. But, um, you know, uh, it wasn't ridiculously high priority. But then um, he was able to divide the property in half, sold the rental house that's here, the shop, and the storage yard for 500 grand, which I still couldn't come up with because that's just a lot of money. And uh, so, <clears throat> yeah. Received a eviction notice the other day, so I've got about 60 days to move, um, and that's just a lot. There's a, a metric shitload of stuff that has to happen before that can happen. You know, getting projects done, um, customer trucks out that are close, getting um, vehicles torn down that I don't want to move to a new facility, and then that's the other side of it is... I don't know where I'm going. (laughs) I cannot find a place to rent or purchase. Uh, Purchasing a place, I've run out of time. Um, Real estate moves awful slow. So um, I'm looking for a place to rent until I can um, get into a place to buy. So it would be, uh, you know, a year or two lease on a place and then um, hopefully by then I could save up <clears throat> and more and have enough for a down payment on, you know, a $300,000 shop instead of, you know, a $100,000 shop now. So, um, that's, what's been going on. I've, I've been a little edgy and irritable and whatnot. Um, yeah, I've just, I'm under a ridiculous amount of stress right now, not only on myself, but knowing that I have to get people's jobs done, get parts out the door, get things like that going. So, um, you know, if you guys, if anybody listening has stuff here that we're working on, um, <clears throat> it'll get done. We are powering through. So, um, you know, just uh, you know, be patient. Continue to be patient because I know a lot of you have been extremely patient already with 
the the rate that we're getting stuff done. Um, so that's what that is. I, I might miss some more podcasts just because of of other um, engagements and things I need to handle. And I, you know, <clears throat> meeting with some of these landowners last minute, spur of the moment. You don't always get the opportunity. You know, they might do it at six o'clock uh, in the evening. You know, because that's when they're around or whatever. So, um, yeah, so that's the, the biggest news right now. So I have, I have to be out March 1st. Um, so that's, that's coming up quick. So March 1st is, so then, uh, that brings up the next thing, which is the birthday cruise, March 16th through the 19th. Um, depending on, the way shit happens around here and the move and how situated I am when I move into the new place, if I can find one and whatnot, you know, I'm still going to be doing the cruise, but it's more than likely going to be in the black truck. Uh, or I don't know. I mean, shit, we might even take Josie's scout 800. Uh, it might not be the most comfortable of cruisers, but, uh, it could be kind of fun. Um, I also have a travel all, the 70 travel all that I got from Dave uh, Fitzpatrick, uh, that's a good candidate as well. That's very mechanically sound. It just needs uh, a driver's window, driver door, I think, a uh, hood, and the power tailgate fixed. Uh, and then otherwise, it's just it's minimal, you know, belts, hoses, tune-up, fluids, and it could be roadworthy. I was hoping to do it in something older, but... With what I got on the f in the the fire right now and all that, I just I don't know, but it's gonna happen. Um, <clears throat> so that's that. And then finally, we, as in Binder Boneyard, we are part of the 2019 Binder Build Off. That is a contest of sorts uh, between a few of the international shops where we're building a truck for a contest and then there will be a re reveal or unveiling at the national show in August uh, in Ohio, Troy, Ohio. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't have the show date in front of me, but it's normally the like second to last weekend in August. Um, so there will be a reveal there. But it'll be kind of anticlimactic because we're allowed to post on social media and whatnot what we're doing. So if you guys are following along on social media, you'll see um, kind of you'll get some updates before they hit uh, the the web because I believe this is for partially for a internet TV show, YouTube TV show. Um, so that's the other thing, and I will be building. Some of you guys already know about this truck because it's been a long-term project, but my 45K that was a, uh, owned originally by the Marines, I believe, because uh, it came off of the armory in the Dalles. It was purchased in 1952 by a farmer in Womack, Oregon, and it had a troop bed on it, had the whole nine yards, um... The title is actually dated 1952 uh, because that's when he purchased it from the U.S. government. 
has 52 plates on it um, because again being the government it was not plated I guess I, I don't know so the, it's hard to get any details on the truck pre 1952 and even then the old man died I was getting this story from his daughter who was like 70 and uh, so but I do have an original Oregon title from 1952 for this truck anyway it's a 45k you know no chrome nothing fancy no heater none of that stuff and uh, it's on a 1981 we've put it on an 81 Chevy C30 chassis uh, you know A-arm front got a Dana 80 rear end um, so it's got a 10,000 GVW rating and uh, so it's it's got airbags up front. We're bagging the rear. This thing will lay down on the ground, but it will also be my tow rig, and it will replace the cowboy truck, which is, if you don't know, the cowboy truck is a 92 Dodge W350, so it's a one-ton four-wheel drive diesel Dodge. Um, this K truck will replace the Dodge, uh, because anytime that I need four-wheel drive, I'm not hauling one ton's worth of shit. Uh, normally, when I'm doing my re off-road recoveries, like if I got to back my trailer down into some sketchy field or some mountain hillside or something, I'm doing it in, you know, with my little trailer, which my little trailer I can pull with the Travelette, which is four-wheel drive. Uh, so... I don't have to have a one-ton four-wheel drive. Uh, it's it's not a necessity. So I have my big gooseneck trailer that I pull with the one-ton, and I'm not taking the gooseneck on any questionable hauls. I never pull that big trailer in the wintertime because it's just too dangerous. I'm not brave enough, you know. I'm I'll haul a lot of shit and I'll do a lot of dumb stuff, but I'm not gonna pull over Mount Hood in the middle of winter with that much, you know, with a low, you know, hauling two rigs and, and all that. I'm just not going to do it. So I, um, I just saw singles at a time. And if I'm doing that and the weather's bad, it's the black truck, the Travelette does fine. That's what it's for. So, um, the K will be the heavy hauler. It will haul the gooseneck. It'll haul the enclosed trailer in the summertime um, and I'm building it, you know, like I said, it'll be on airbags. It's going to be a, I hate the term rat rod because it's not, it's just a, it's just a, it's an old fucking truck that I didn't do any paint and body on. It's not going to have a bunch of decorations. It's not going to have fucking culvert bumpers. It's not going to have, you know, a fucking brick chimney for a stack. You know, none of that. It's just going to be an old truck that's been updated, updated chassis on air ride, and then it's powered by a 1992 DT360, which is the international version of a 5.9 inline diesel, <clears throat> and uh, it has an Allison transmission, Allison automatic. So that DT360 is all mechanical um 
It's, you know, the highest horsepower that you could get in the 360 before they went electronic. Um, and then the Allison is a four-speed, but it's a direct fourth, so, um, you know, it's not the best mileage. That rear end is a 410, um, so more than likely I'm either going to try and re-gear to a 373 or try and run a bigger tire. You know, I'm not going to run a, I don't want to run dually spacers or anything like that. So I'm probably stuck with like a 235, 85 or something tall and skinny. Um, otherwise, yeah, I need to re-gear that, that Dana 80 to a, a 373 or I don't even know if I, if I want to go 354 or not, that's pretty tall. But again, the four speed automatic, I should be able to handle it. I know the DT will put out enough torque and power to do it all. Um, and I know you guys that know these trucks are thinking, where's he going to put the radiator? Where's the intercooler going? Where's this going? And my plan is to mount the radiator and the intercooler under the bed in the back. Uh, it will have a flatbed that I'll build myself out of, you know, baby channel and iron. It's going to have, you know, probably a 40-gallon fuel tank. Uh, it'll have, of course, air tank um, for the air ride, but it'll also carry a fair amount of tools and whatnot. Because everyone that's followed me on these adventures knows that every time I go out of state, I end up blown a tire or wrecking something or having some sort of issue so carry a fair amount of tools but also i want it to be flatbed because when i'm not doing this or when i'm not hauling you know in the summertime i can get you know pallets of uh of engines and transmissions and i can use it as a work truck and you know be kind of cool going down the road so um, that's my plan with that the interior is going to get sound deadened like no tomorrow. Uh, you know, of course, lizard skin topped with Raptor liner, topped with Dynamat, topped with, you know, inch and a half foam, excuse me, foam matting. And then I'll probably throw something interesting over the top of all that, you know, burlap sack or something kind of period correct you know period correct would be some rubber mat which i might try and come up with that too uh some a rubber floor mat that i can cut maybe get a scout two cargo mat and then cut it to shape the the k floor the k floor is really flat we'll see what it looks like when i'm done building the dog house to go over all this stuff but um yeah it'll be it'll be uh quite the the project, uh, you know, but I'm going to retain as much originality in the body as I can. Uh, a lot of it works anyways. So the windows roll up and down, the vent works fine. The windshield cranks out. Uh, the wipers did work. Um, but I'll probably replace them with a 12 volt conversion. Uh, of course I'll update the lighting. Um, you know, the gauge cluster will have to get rebuilt for 12 volt um, or a resistor put in to handle 12 volt. Um, but, but yeah, I'm just going to make this truck a mega hauler. Um, 
I figure 10,000 pound GVW, I can get a lot done and, uh, and still keep the, the operating weight low. Um, one thing to the, the DT, you know, it came out of a school bus. I parted out a 1992 Bluebird school bus to get the drivetrain. That bus weighed 18,000 pounds empty. So I think this truck is going to weigh about 6,500 pounds empty. So for that motor to be moving, you know, a fraction of what it was used to moving, uh, I think it's going to zip along just fine. And then, you know, even fully loaded, I think I'll, I won't get much over 20, about 20,000 pounds. So it'll be right at what it was used to hauling around in its normal capacity. So, yeah, I mean, I know school buses aren't known for their, uh, you know, high-speed highway antics, but the fact that I can't overload it um, and, and break it in that respect, I think I'm, I'm happy with. I like the fact that it's a heavy-duty engine, multiple filters, coolant filter, that sort of stuff. Um, I like that. You know, I've been following John, and sorry, John, I can't pronounce your last name, but his DT that's in his Ford, uh, you know, he's done a few little doodads too. He turned the pump up, um, fiddled with some things, got a different turbo, and he's up to like 230 at the rear wheels on his Ford, which I know everybody's like, ooh, ooh, big deal. But, um, you know, my truck will be lighter and it'll be running smaller tires. So I, I think I'll be happy with something like that. Um, and then again, like I said, just make it functional. It's just going to have a bench seat, sound deadening out the ass. Going to try to run, you know, full length exhaust, shoot it out the back or kind of tip it out the side. No stack. Not gonna fucking do that. It's gonna lay on the ground. You know, when I get out of it, it's gonna sit on the ground. Um, but I'm gonna enter it into this contest because it's different. It's not a shiny, brand new looking Scout. It's not a, you know, street rod looking travel all. It's, it is, you know, hand built from the ground. Is a work truck. It is going to be a well-built, heavy-duty, functional work truck. And if that's not people's cup of tea, that's fine. I don't care. I'm not building this truck because I'm trying to make somebody else happy. I'm building it for myself. This is a truck I will keep. This isn't a flip. This isn't a, you know, I'm building it for a customer. This is for me. So, um... You know, I'm hoping you guys can follow along with the build and uh, and see it come to life. But I won't be able to start or continue the build because I've already put the motor in the frame. I've already built motor mounts. We've already hung the sheet metal. We've already built cab mounts. Um, so uh, I've already cut the front end so it, so the airbags can go in. I have not C-notched the frame and set up for rear bags. So that's where it's at right now. Um, so hopefully you guys can follow along from there while I finish out the front end, put on the rear bags, start building a bed, get that set up, uh, and then, you know, go from there. So anyways, that's what's happening around here right now. Shit's crazy. Stuff's out of control. 
Uh, I'm going to be selling a lot of stuff. It's going to be fucking Crazy Dan's inventory blowout. Uh, I've put 15 things on the table for Jamie to list on eBay tomorrow. Uh, I've got all kinds of stuff up for sale on the internet. So, yes, if there's something you're looking for, please reach out to me because there's a chance it might get sold uh, pretty quick or I'm, I am hauling stuff to scrap, and I mean, like, nothing valuable. I mean, it's like cut-up frame rails and rusty sheet metal, but still, stuff is making its way to scrap, so reach out if you need something. Otherwise, thank you for your support. Thank you for the Patreon donations. Thank you for the likes. Thank you for the shares. Please keep telling your friends. Let's keep growing this. You know, it, it is a great thing, and... The Boneyard is only getting bigger and better, and it's because of everyone like you. So thank you again, and uh, till next time, I'm Dan from the Binder Boneyard. Yeah.